GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome everybody to the Last Action Podcast. Sphinx here. Joining me. I mean, if I'm Batman, he's Max Shrek. Hovercraft Joe. I have no response. What is up? Perfect, because the real reason was because I wanted to call LPJ the penguin. And we got the penguin, LPJ. What's up? <laughs> penguin here. <laughs> I also do a I also do a mean Christopher Walken impersonation. Wow. Uh, she makes a hell of a good cup of coffee. She makes a hell of a good cup of coffee. It's not so good. <laughs> Never mind. I'll stick with that. Look, that's fingers. That's you can't see when I'm doing penguin hands. There's Batman. there's a reason. There's a reason why I said you were the penguin. This is grab this is the cute a, one. Okay. This is off to a great start. Um, so, Just like the uh, movie, guys, uh, we've done it. We've reached the end of the year of the sequel. Man, that was kind of a Christopher Walken voice right there. Guys, <laughs> we've done it. We reached the end of the sequel. Yeah, like the the end of the year of the sequel, and we are we are ending the year of the sequel yes. with with the sequel with Batman Returns, which is also a Christmas movie. So yeah. we're we're ending with a sequel and a Christmas movie in Christmas. Chris, don't give me that weird look for Christmas movie, Mister Die Hard's definitely a Christmas movie. You're like looking at me like I'm crazy Who? for saying you. No, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, oh you did you... give a look. Yeah. Now I will argue just to spoil the beans right here. I thought this movie came out over the holidays, but it is another summer movie. So just June, like Die Hard, that came out in the summer too. June 16th, 1992. So it's definitely not, but it, I mean, it's definitely firmly rooted in Christmas. I mean, the last, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. the last lines in the movie are like, Merry Christmas, Alfred. Or well, whatever, and the know? first like, one's like that too, right? No. I don't think the first one's, no, first the first, one's not Christmas. Uh, no, the first one's like, no, I you're think right. the, whole, the first one's like the summer. Yeah, you're right. I think no, you're so, right. So. Yeah, they have a parade. Yeah. I mean, well, you can parade at Christmas. Well I, well, I mean, they have parades and they have parades when it's cold outside, like Thanksgiving, Sphinx. Yeah, all right. yeah, we've <laughs> been in them. Remember? <laughs> I try to block some of that out, but you're right. Um, so yes, we're we're talking about Batman Returns. Um, we mentioned the release date. Uh, here's some numbers on it. Oh, actually, you know what? Sorry, we need to talk about our yeah, uh, our first experiences, our background with this. So, uh, LBJ, why don't you go first? Uh, I saw this in the theater. I don't. I know that I did. I don't remember when I went and saw it, um, but it was gigantic. You know, I remember it. And what was what's really crazy about this movie and why it sticks out to me the most is because this was right around the time of um, the Summer Olympics were coming out, right? And they had the Dream Team, mm. and McDonald's had just come out with the triple cheeseburger. Oh, that's a good one. And so this was like this was like the summer that I stopped getting like not kids meals, but I stopped getting like you know nuggets or like a cheeseburger at McDonald's, and I started to actually get combo meals. And so I used to always get the triple cheeseburger meal, supersized, and I got the McDonald's Batman Returns collectible cups, and we yep. still have them at my parents' house. 
So I have like the whole set of them. And I, this movie, for whatever reason, is firmly rooted with McDonald's in my mind and the Summer Olympics and the Dream Team. It's real weird. It's well, funny you bring up McDonald's because did you read that the Happy Meals had to get changed because uh, this movie was too dark and they yeah. wanted the toys removed? Yep. Uh, but I remember that there are Happy Meal toys for it because I remember there having I have a some. couple. I, there I are, had, they were pulled after like the movie uh, came out. Because I, I had one that's like the Penguin's like car that he rides in, yep. and then I had one that was like a Batmobile where you hit the button and it shoots, like the front of it splits off. So, yep. um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, I think I saw this in theaters. Um, I mean, like, I, I, I don't want to put too much on the table right up front, but I always considered this to be kind of an overrated Batman movie. Like, I feel like it gets a lot of love. And I and I'm always like, well, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe maybe there's maybe there's a reason why people act like some people will tell you this movie's better than the original. Like I, I swear you'll find people to tell you that. And I'm like, well, every time I watch it, I'm like, all right, well, maybe this time I'll figure out what it is. To be continued, but I, I possibly did not figure out what it I is. I think you're right about that. I agree with you on that point. So, uh, so. yeah. I was I was only six when this came out, so I don't remember seeing it in the theater. Um, I do remember seeing it soon afterwards. But again, like a six-year-old that's in love with Batman, you know, I had the action figures. I remember distinctively I had the trading cards that came with the gum that, you know, would like. Oh, yeah. That would like rip like the Tops. gums out of your teeth. Oh, yeah. Tops made a whole yeah. series of trading cards for this. Yep. I had all of that. Um, you know, it was a movie that my dad had recorded off TV for me eventually. So I watched it all the time. You know, this was uh, of the two Batmans. The first one was the one that really had a much more legacy, uh, in, in my love for movies, but, but this one was definitely there as well. And, and I'll tell you what, I mean, I, I 100% agree with Hovercraft Joe on this one. It has been probably 25 years and i don't think i'm exaggerating 25 years since i've seen this movie from beginning to end and i i got i got thoughts on this movie yeah i hadn't (laughs) actually watched it again since they had the um this was probably 15 years ago they did like a steelbook release uh Mm -hmm. dvd release of all four of these movies and I bought Batman and I bought Batman Returns and I watched Batman Returns then, but I hadn't seen it. That This might be, no, that's not true. I've seen it quite a bit more than the three times, but in the past 20 years, I've probably only seen this all the way through three times. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just, I, I, I think I finally, and obviously this will come at the end, but I think I finally processed and can put into words exactly some issues that I have with this, but you know, that'll be, that'll be for the end of it. So, okay. So the, the budget on this movie is $80 million, which is quite a bit from back in 1992. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a ton of money. So it makes uh, $162 million domestically and like $266 million internationally. So, you know, a good chunk of change, a successful movie, but it still costs quite a bit. Um, Rotten Tomatoes on this is 80%. Uh, and the audience score is seventy three percent, which again it seems a little high to me. But again, we'll, we'll I'm sure we'll get into more of this. Um, Both numbers seem high to me. But yeah. <laughs> top grossing movies of nineteen ninety two. Number one is Aladdin. Number two is Home Alone two, Lost in New York, and number three is this film, Batman Returns. 
uh, other movies that we have covered in 1992. Not as many as I would have thought for 92, but we have covered number 36, Kick Him in the Dick, Passenger 57. <laughs> uh, uh, number 40, uh, Universal Soldier. And then uh, number 46, a movie that LBJ luckily did not have to cover with us, Stop or my mom will shoot. So <laughs> I don't oh, feel Lord. bad about that whatsoever. No, that was a real turd of a movie, um, but we had fun talking about it. So, um, okay. So cast, obviously Michael Keaton is playing Batman. Uh, Danny DeVito comes on board as the penguin. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman slash Selena Kyle. And as we talked about, Christopher Walken plays uh, Max Shrek. Um, that is all I had. The guy, Michael Gull, 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 yeah, Michael Gull, Alfred, he, yeah, Alfred. He plays Alfred in, <laughs> yep. in all the movies. So, and uh, Commissioner Gordon, who really only is in the movie like yeah, ten I seconds. F- I feel like he's barely in this movie, right? Yeah, Pat Hangel. Yeah, he's not. He's hardly in this movie. You know what? Batman is hardly in this movie for the first thirty minutes. Uh, first thirty minutes, I clocked it. Uh, we don't see Batman till thirty-five minutes. Well, can I, besides, besides the very beginning with the yeah, other yeah. things, I guess. Sorry, yeah. I no, I'll, I'll wait to bring up this point. Uh, okay, <laughs> there's a couple. I, couple I, other the point of, is this actually an action movie? Because I, I think it's I debatable. Have, not an action movie. I have so many thoughts about this movie. Like in uh, okay. Anyways, Hold on. so, so any, well, anyone this, else? Is like, this is like Top Gun level. Is this an action movie? I'm putting that, it out on the I, table that is, right now. That is that is like the least of my concerns or <laughs> right. issues with this movie. Fair um, enough. Uh, sorry, LBJ, you have more cast members you want to talk Just about? Just a couple. You, you got um, at the beginning uh, the oh, Penguin Herman. The, yeah, Paul Rubens is the is yeah. the Penguin's dad. Uh, yeah, Doug Jones is actually in this. Believe it or not, he plays one the, of the Tiger's closer from the early two thousands. <laughs> no, 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 different one. No, oh, that's Todd Jones. Just too. Todd Jones. Or maybe no, that, Doug, yeah, Doug that was, Jones. That was close. Doug Jones yeah. is a famous like character. Um, creature actor so he was uh if you ever saw um uh hellboy if you ever saw hellboy he's the fish guy in hellboy he's in um that other it does you know it doesn't matter forget it uh we've also (laughs) got this joel appreciate this one uh max's son andrew brianarski is Zangief from the Street Fighter movie. Really? <laughs> that yeah. is very specific. I that... Wow. Okay. That's it. All That's right. all I got. I just wanted to share that one with you. I figured you'd appreciate it. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to talk about some uh, net worth? Sure. Okay. Let's start with Christopher Walken, uh, Sphinx. What do you think for Christopher Walken? Christopher Walken probably makes pretty good money i would bet uh 40 million okay uh, LBJ? um he doesn't say no to a part uh i'm gonna go i'll go 30 million 50 million you guys are right around it um uh michelle pfeiffer what do you guys think for michelle pfeiffer mm. Mm, i think she's done pretty well i'm gonna go Ooh, but she hasn't done a ton lately i'll go i'll go 30 million for her Okay. Yeah, I think it's only like twenty. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Holy what? shit! What? Really? 
$250 million. Yeah. She, Where? She must be investing well. I, well, she is married to uh, David E. Ah. Kelly, so she's got that sweet, sweet David E. Oh, Kelly that's money. that's true. So. Um, but yeah, I was very surprised by that number myself. Um, okay. Shit. Danny DeVito. What do you guys think for Danny DeVito? Oh, he's got, he's got uh, 15 Ugh. years of It's Always Sunny under his belt. I was going to say Frank Reynolds right there. Um, I'll give him 60 mil. Okay. 100 million. 80 million. Okay. Right uh, Michael Keaton. What do you think for Michael Keaton? 40. He's got that sweet, sweet multiplicity money. Ooh, that's like he got paid like twelve times for that movie. Uh, I'm gonna go. No, didn't like that one. No, I did not. No, that's so good. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, seventy-five million. Uh, Forty million. I got. That's why I bet. Oh, sorry. I I... I don't get the love. LPJ got all the love last week. I get one right. I don't get shit. I'll be or Hufflepuff just like yeah, forty. Yeah, but I got like, but I got like five right. Listen, whatever. It's not often that you get it right on the dot. Sphinx, I, I do apologize, and I must confess, I didn't even actually hear what your guess was. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I was thinking Fuck about you the, too, Hovercraft Joe. I was thinking Damn. about something else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeez. I listen to you most of the time on the podcast. Um, yeah. Well, hey, forty right on the button. Way to go, Sphinx. <laughs> too, um, too little, too late. Well, you know what? I will pay attention to this last one, and this one was just for fun. Tim Burton. What do you guys think for Tim Burton? Oh. You know what? He does a lot of stuff. Hundred mil. Oh, more than that. I'm gonna go uh, fifty. Yeah, I'll change it. Two hundred million. What are you going with, Sphinx? One fifty. What? Two hundred. No, what were you? One hundred. One hundred million. Oh, oh, Sphinx. Way to let LPJ make me change my mind. That would be two in a row. Yeah. One hundred million. Um. Okay. So know. obviously, this movie is directed by Tim Burton. Uh, but almost didn't happen. Like he man, was not interested in wanting to do this. Nobody was almost in this movie. <laughs> like, well, that's like, very true. N- none of them wanted to do this movie right off the bat. Well, yeah, didn't they? Like, was it like, yeah, Michael Keaton had like a real estate deal he wanted to finance, <laughs> so that's why he did the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll we'll get to it later. But there are a ton of role reversals just because people couldn't become available or yeah, things happened or whatever. Let me, let me ask you this now, because I know a lot of the stuff I read was like how Tim Burton was insistent that he didn't want to do a direct sequel. He didn't want to do direct sequel and they had, they ended up changing a lot of plot elements and stuff. So it wasn't necessarily direct sequel. I mean, like I think to its detriment, right? Like, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just my opinion of the movie, but like, why not make it a direct sequel? Like this feels like enough of already enough being, I, I don't know. Like it feel to me, it's like, that's like splitting hairs. Cause it does seem like a direct sequel to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, why not just they, go all the way? like so much of the stuff that was set up in the first movie is assumed in this movie and fuck, they even bring up Vicky Vale into the movie. So yeah. it's like, this is a direct sequel. Like, uh, it doesn't make any sense to me no, that I, that they're acting that way on this. I agree. I mean, I, I think you're right. There's a look. There's a lot of things wrong with this movie, um, I, but I think the fact that it's halfway a direct sequel is maybe not the biggest issue. The, well, no, okay, that's, that's true. fair. The the thing that was wild to me, and I I don't know when the good time to bring this up, so I'll bring it up now. Is that like 
in reading about like some of the earlier drafts and stuff and how like initially they were going to have Billy D Williams come back and play yeah. uh Harvey Dent that they like that they basically said that like that like all his lines and everything that's like back Shrek like they just like yeah. flipped the just changed the name of the character and, and tweaked it a little bit but essentially that was what like Harvey Dent was going to be in the movie well then did you even read that the kiss with the um with the taser yeah that was going to cause Two-Face's deformity. Oh, shoot. I guess I didn't see that part, yep. but I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because they were going to, that was going to be a big part to the end of the movie that that's what created, you know, his his issue. Oh, okay, all right. So, but but you're right. I mean, from what I read as well, it just, whenever a lot of writers get involved and when you have on the scene, like on the whatever, like you have on rewrites, I'm, thank yeah. you, on the set rewrites, you know that that's not a good sign. <laughs> So it sounded like uh, Sam Hamm originally, who did the first Batman, he had a script all set up, right? And then Burton wanted more creative control, I guess. So then he brought in his buddy Daniel Waters, I guess. Well, I think that was part of Burton signing on. Is is yeah, he, he wanted wouldn't him sign back, on unless right? he had more creative control over it. So he brought in his own scriptwriter to change things around. And, and so he's the one that created Shrek, like. Yeah. Uh, hovercraft joe said but right. then but then he was tossed aside for is it what wesley strick who yeah. i guess is famously called the script doctor i he i would not want him to be my doctor based on what <laughs> ended up happening to this movie but i guess he's famous for coming in and and fixing movies because i guess the big plot point which i still I don't fully love is that they didn't have kind of like what hovercraft joe was saying last week with uh, mysterio there wasn't really like a, a macro or like a big plot idea of what Penguin's ultimate goal was. So it was his job to come in and come up with kind of this Moses Old Testament idea of killing the firstborn sons. Yikes. But that, that was kind of his responsibility, I guess, for the movie. Um, well, well, we'll get into some more of the finer plot details, details in a minute here. We should mention that the music, again, is by Danny Elfman, and it's awesome. I mean, it's, it is. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it, you know, like you, you, everyone knows the Batman theme. It's great. It's in this, and it, it, it's good. And, you know, it's Danny Elfman. So, um, okay. So anything else you guys want to mention pre-plot or, you know, before we get into the plot? It did end up getting nominated for two Oscars. I best, saw that. Yeah, best visual effects and best makeup, which I would say, like, Danny DeVito as the Penguin looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, that's that's cool makeup. The, the makeup yeah, I agree with. The visual effects. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but. I don't know that there were a ton. No. Yeah, maybe it's a bad year for visual effects. I don't know. May, maybe that, that maybe. maybe the film film noir feel of the movie is a visual See, effect in a way. I don't but know. even that's not Gotham City is not really shown in this movie as yeah, well as you know it was what? in the first movie. Everything, you know everything it's always look, that same like courtyard yes, looking thing with yes, the tree. Yes, one hundred percent. I have written in my notes like three times. It's like this entire movie takes place in like four different locations. It's like they built that yeah. Gotham Square and it's embarrassing how many scenes take place in like that gotham square there's a lot which did you see when they were filming this they used almost all of warner brothers studio space i saw that and i was (laughs) baffled i was baffled by that because i'm like every scene is in that one square and none of it looks great like it all looks like sets it looks like a set yes it 100 like the first movie 
you feel like you're in an actual city. Yes. Like it feels like a city. And this one is like, it feels like you said exactly like that. Like it sets, like it does it never once. Am I like, Oh, this is a real city. And it's probably because 80% of the city scenes are in that one block of Gotham. Yeah. Oof, man, I'm already getting fired up and we haven't even started talking <laughs> yeah. about the There was definitely a lot of stuff that I picked up on this time around that I didn't really notice the first couple times. Um, okay, so you ready to start talking about the plot? Yeah, I, I do want to mention this. So the original script was a was a heist movie about the Penguin and the Catwoman searching for buried treasure. <laughs> Honestly, maybe that's a better movie. <laughs> maybe it sounds like it sounds like an episode of the nineteen sixties Batman, but yeah, it does. But um, okay, so. Movie. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think I think the the most like enjoyable comment I wrote in my notes is at the very beginning, which was love the Danny Elfman theme. <laughs> From well, there, like, everything goes downhill. <laughs> well, that's like uh, so. Like uh, it, it's funny, uh, Sphinx. I literally have a note that says, "Gotta love the Danny Elfman music." <laughs> so good. I love the Batman theme. Anyway, um, so like the cold. <laughs> this is the second week in a row I've said cold opening, but like the cold opening of this movie is our introduction to uh, the Penguin as a kid. He's born to the Cobblepots. He's like a deformed baby. They keep him in a weird like crib cage i guess and he like kills a cat i don't know anyways so they're they don't like their deformed babies so they throw him in a river um and he floats down into like an abandoned zoo circus question yeah i i don't get it at first i thought it was like a world's fair or something but then it does say zoo near the end but then i'm like how come gotham city doesn't have a functioning zoo anymore yeah i I don't know because it's weird because they it's a zoo with still penguins but, there, <laughs> but his but his gang is that triangle circus gang. So right. yeah. the red triangle gang, they're made of like, they're a circus troupe. So is it a circus zoo or I don't understand what it is. Also, exactly. question for you: Are we supposed to believe that the baby Oswald Cobblepot was raised by penguins? Like they found him and raised him as one of their own? Or did I, the or did the circus I, people raise? I think them? the I circus know. people raised. Okay, because I was going to say I don't think penguins could care for a human child. No, no, I, I'm pretty sure the circus I mean, people cared for him. They, they give them. them they they become pallbearers at the end of the movie, so maybe that's true. They somehow move his body without touching it at all. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so that's our cold open. We jump ahead 33 years to Gotham City. Uh, we're at the like lighting of the big Gotham tree in the square that we're going to see 8,000 times. Yeah. Uh, the Ice Princess is there. Alfred's there. He's doing some Christmas shopping. Uh, and I know this is kind of like the thing from the first movie. It didn't bug me in the first movie, but I just like I'm so annoyed by the whole like, ooh, it's kind of like it's the past, but it's also modern times. And like, I don't know, it seemed to bug me a little bit more. Like there's like the newsy with like the papers and stuff. And I'm just yeah. like, I know it's like, that's how the first one is and how the animated series is supposed to be like, you know, like a mix of modern and past. But right. for some reason, it bugged me a little more in this. Well, yeah, um, because it felt it didn't feel as authentic. Yeah. yeah. Well, and maybe that's knowing now that like basically no one wanted to make this movie. Maybe that's why it seems so kind of like phoned well, in. It's I don't weird know. Because afterward, after the fact, Michael Keaton went on to say that this was one of the most fun he had making a movie. Yeah, so, I saw that, and I'm really confused about <laughs> why he said that. 
Maybe um, because it got, it's probably his favorite because you see he got paid $10 million to do this movie. <laughs> yeah, and he's barely in it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that'd be my favorite movie I ever did, too. So uh, we're introduced to Christopher Walken as Max Shrek uh, and Michelle Pfeiffer as Selena Kyle. She's like his administrative assistant, secretary, whatever you want to say. And Max uh, is just kind of like a dirtbag that runs the city, the power plant, wants to build a new power plant, and then pretty much hold Gotham hostage by which is, holding on to the power. Is that is that what we're getting from this? It's a well, weird side well, plot well, what, what we that learn, what doesn't we make learn, sense. Yeah, what we learn is that his scheme is he's, he's really pushing to get this power plant built but they they're like well we have a power surplus and he's like oh but like he wants to build this plant that's actually gonna like suck power from places and store it i guess so he could sell it back to them it's not fully yeah explained. Also, i think that's I, it i have a quick question for you if this if he's like this like they make him out to be like a bruce wayne level prominent like citizen and like basically runs gotham and he's not mentioned in the first movie at all when everything's going on like he's yeah. a non-presence but now he's like more important than the mayor all of a sudden yeah, I don't get it. Like, at least in other Batman movies, including the ones with um, Christopher Nolan, there's like a mobster, and he kind of acts kind of like mobster-ish, but he's not. It, it, he's well, and he's this, a weird character. He he acts like he was added in at the last minute. Well, it's and, weird. And, and that's and that's part of the problem of them only going halfway with the sequel. Yeah. Like, if they had made a true direct sequel and kept a lot of the characters, you wouldn't have this issue, but they didn't do that. Because so. I'll tell you what, too. Did you guys notice this time around? I mean, granted, for me, it was the first time I saw a long time. He disappears for, like, 40 minutes in this movie. Yes. Shrek? Like, he just <laughs> becomes, like, just not part of any of this film whatsoever. Right. And, and there's never anything, like, finishing off this whole power plant idea. It, it's just, it's weird. He, It's such a weird character. And, like, I love Christopher Walken, but it's just, it's a bizarre role. I don't know. So, uh, the circus gang shows up at the Christmas tree lighting. They bust out of a giant present. There's so many of them that come out of that present. It's hilarious. Um, and then, like, so they light up the signal. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> so they light up the signal. And, like, it, like, shines. Like, he has all these, like, lights that kind of reflect it. So, it, like, uh -huh. but, like, my question is, what if he was sitting in a different room? <laughs> what if he was on the toilet? <laughs> or what not if he was only that, a shit? Th think about this. Like he has Batman lights on his property shining <laughs> into his house. Too. How are people not going to know that Bruce Wayne's Batman? <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but you're right. No, I totally thought that. I'm like, why are there so many Batman lights on Bruce Wayne's house when he doesn't want to be known that he's Batman? <laughs> so... So he shows up downtown in the Batmobile, uh, seemingly with the exact things he needs on the Batmobile to take out the circus gang. Like well, come on. That's, that's, a, that's James Bond, too. So, you know, we'll let that slide. He's got, like, those things on the side that pop out so he can knock down the guys on stilts. And yeah. um, I do love it, though, when he, when he flips the car, when he lifts the car up and flips it around and lights the devil guy on fire. Oh, you mean when he definitely murders that guy oh. by lighting him on or fire? How about when he throws the grenade down the sewer? He what? straight up murdered that guy. Yeah, the guy that's on fire might have made it because Batman, he's still like moving around. But no, Batman, he murders people in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Batman seemingly kills a, a decent amount of people in this movie, which seems kind of off character because like Batman's whole thing is like not killing people. But anyways, absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, and like whatever we could just mention it now like the the batman suit still looks like stiff as hell in this movie like it still looks like it's he's uncomfortable for him to move and like the fighting and i i love the first batman but it's still the same thing where it's just kind of like it just doesn't look very fluid because it's like i think they say the suit weighs like 55 pounds or something and you could tell when someone's in it that they just can't you can't move normally in it but they did add a zipper did you read that so he could take a piss yep and they changed the boots. They're not really boots. They're uh, Nike Air Jordan sixes with a uh, with like a plastic piece over it to make it look like a boot. Perfect. <laughs> so uh, the penguin catches. Uh, yeah, he captures uh, Christopher Walken. Uh, like takes him to his like penguin lair um, and, and tells him that he's like. Which oh, isn't that convenient that Max Shrek is just showing up above uh, like a sewer vent or whatever? <laughs> and he just falls down. Uh, yeah. It's nice and uh, convenient. I'm sorry. And, and he kind of tells Christopher Walken, he's like, oh, he's like, I want to find out who my real parents are. Uh, Christopher Walken doesn't want to help him, but he ends up like kind of blackmailing him into helping him. I don't get um, why. Why does he need Max Shrek to help him? I don't know. Because he doesn't want to be the mayor. Max Shrek gives him the idea to be the mayor. So why does he need to? And why does, is it because he wanted an, like an entrance? Well, to I think. That, I, I mean, I think that showcase. I think that the logic of the movie is that like he needed a way to get into those like city records where he writes down the name of all the firstborn sons, and he wouldn't have been able to do. I mean, like it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. But I'm just saying, in the logic of the movie, is like he needed a way to get into the uh, the the. Uh, wait, is that no? Because oh, make. I think because no, he, he, he doesn't. He doesn't that wasn't part of his plan in the beginning. Well, was that's to true because because find not out all the firstborn sons. Because that's not yeah. No, I think that ultimately was always his plan was that he was gonna. I think he always because even oh, but then the plan changed because uh, Shrek he, wanted to make a mayor. Right, because the because the thing is like he saves the mayor's baby or whatever it is, yeah. and he's like, oh, I want to find out my family. And the fir- when they show him when he's in the city records, that's when he's writing down all the names. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like all along his plan was that he just wanted to get the names of the firstborn sons so he could kill them. But then the whole mayor thing came about, and he was like, well, maybe this will be – this will get – you know. but then like that fell through, and then he decides to go through with the original plan. So then that brings up the interesting point too because Bruce Wayne – always thought that something was up with the penguin. Yes. So, which is weird. Like, why would Bruce think that unless, I don't know, right? And I'll, like, let let me ask this question now. Like, because I, I mean, like, don't you think that, like, I mean, this isn't, as far as I know, and I'm not, like, a Batman comic expert, but I've read a decent amount. Like, this isn't, like, this version of the penguin is not, like, like he's more of, like, a gangster-like yes. type. Like, yeah. not this weird, mutated, like, sewer right. person. Like, I no. don't, I, I don't, this characterization is weird. Like, I don't, I don't understand why they went with this. Well, like, it's because it's Tim Burton, right? Like, it's, it's a very Tim Burton character. Well, that, that's yes. That's going to be it. Yeah, that's true. And I feel kind of the same way about, and we're about to talk about it here, but the same way about their yeah. Catwoman in this. Like, I don't yeah. really understand her whole thing. But anyways... Okay, so uh, so we're, we're, this is one of those funny movies too, where we're, like Michelle Pfeiffer was supposed to believe she's a loser because she like has a cat and like she sleeps on a Murphy bed and has like stuffed animals in her apartment and like wears glasses and stuff. She's just um, weird and dumb, and I don't like her in this movie. <laughs> 
So she goes back because she forgets something in the office, and that's when she like that's when she like goes into the restricted files and reads what we talked about, like the actual plan for the power plant. Uh, mm-hmm. Christopher Walken throws her out a window. She lands and isn't dead, and then well, maybe she's dead. I, I, and apparently, like cats show up and she comes back to life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like cats kind of eat her, don't well, eat her, lick what, her, what th- give her I, CPR. I don't know. Well, what I caught this time. Well, she didn't fall straight to the ground. She fell through oh. a bunch of awnings. Yeah. She's and, still dead, man. <laughs> she was pretty high up. Also, but also, but also like, also, but I think, but, hold on, like, but I think what the movie's positing is she's not dead. She fell through these things. Yes. And then she, but then like the next scene she goes home and she's drinking a bunch of milk and it's like, oh, she, so she's a cat now. Like she, like, I don't understand. Like, I think she had a nervous breakdown. It's essentially what it is. Okay. So her nervous breakdown also taught her to be like an expert hand to hand like combat fighter and like sure. that's what I was like like how did she get all these skills and talents of to learn how to fight? That being said, I do like when she trashes her apartment and I like when she smashes out her like hello there sign so it says hell here. That is that is a cool image when they show yeah. like the window and it says yeah. hell here and she like somehow makes her entire costume out of one coat of like vinyl material. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So. Okay, yeah, this is okay. I, I got a little ahead of myself. So the next scene is when they stage that thing where the penguin like fake saves the mayor's baby, right? Um, and that's when he gets into the hall of records and he's writing down all the names. Uh, and like you said, Bruce is kind of immediately kind of like, yeah, this is kind of shady. I don't know. He's kind of looking into him a little bit. Um, penguin finds out that his parents are dead, but uh, he goes to the graveyard, makes a big thing of it. Um, this is where it's like, oh, Catwoman beats up some dude who's like mugging a lady. I'm like, how is she so good at fighting and backflips now? She's doing more like back handsprings. It's like an episode uh, of the Power Rangers. <laughs> they do a lot I, of back I also wrote down that um, how Batman just casually drives around Gotham City in the Batmobile. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> Like, when he's circling around the Hall of Records to check on Penguin, like, why are you fucking showing up as Batman? Check again. There's nothing less cool than seeing the Batmobile (laughs) being driven at, like, five miles an hour. It's like... (laughs) I was just just driving around for the fuck of it. Here we go. Yeah, that is is really bad. This Um, is also where Danny DeVito has the line, I was their number one son, and they treated me like a number two. So bad. <laughs> that's, that's bad. That is bad. Um, so like Bruce, like he, we're still talking about the power plant to, to who knows why, but he like won't back Max Streck's uh, power plant plan. Mm-hmm. It, it, I guess where this fits in is that he really wants this power plan, power plant to be built. So he's like, well, I'll get the mayor recalled, and then I'll get the penguin elected mayor, and he'll back my power plant. Right. So we also learned that, like, Selena Kyle, she shows back up at work. She's not dead, and she has, like, a new feisty attitude. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Bruce, so, and Bruce goes nuts for her. Yeah. So, and then, like, then then we get into the plot where Max wants him to Oh, God, the that reminds me. Sorry. The Penguin is so horny in this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. He is so fucking horny L- in this L- movie. LPJ it is for, disturbing. LPJ, no shitting you. The next note I was about to tell you says, the Penguin is super horny. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because he said, I'd like to fill her void. Good God. He also says poo-tang. At one, or I, think, <laughs> I think Shrek tells him he'll have all the poo-tang he wants. This movie is, the whole movie is 
bizarrely horny yes. for so what we what would be considered. I mean, like we can say the superhero movie '92 is like a kids movie, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you right. Think? And, and this is also where I have in my notes. So, like, Penguin the entire time is talking about how he wants to be treated like a human and and wants to be known as a human, right? Like, he's telling his cir- his circus gang, call me Oswald, not Penguin. But then, like, Max, like, lures him downstairs with a fish, and he's fucking eating the fish like a... Like a bird, well, like it's all weird. I well, don't get I, I, it. And listen, I don't want to defend this movie at all, but I think it's supposed to be like he is kind of an animal, and yeah. then like he starts to believe that it can be a person, and then it kind of falls apart, and that's when he goes back to his animalistic. It's kind of it's kind of Orwellian, you know. If you ever read, no. yeah, Animal Farm. Animal Farm. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of it's also it's also pretty gross when he bites that guy's nose. I just want to say that um, it's pretty funny. <laughs> that is like, just there's, funny, actually. There's a couple. Look, the acting performances are all over the place in this, but there's spots where it's really good. And like Danny DeVito in this scene, I think plays it really well with the whole nose biting. I think there's certain parts of it where the actors do a great job. And then there's other parts where they are awful. Yeah. I, I feel like this movie is like, like maybe this is another one where like, too much was taken off the editing floor and maybe there is a better movie here, but because no one gives two fucks about this movie that made the movie, like they're never going to release like a director's cut or anything I, like that. I don't, I don't, I, you don't I, know, I, don't, I don't know that I agree so, with you on that. I don't well, think so, I, I don't I'm think slightly so, hopeful that maybe there's a better movie that was made, no, but maybe I, not. I think, I think this is the movie, whether or not he really wanted to make it, this is the movie that Tim Burton, yeah. I mean, this, this, there's, this movie is undeniably 2000% Tim yeah, Burton. Like, I no, think he made true. the movie he wanted to make. So I don't think that there's like I don't think he had a lot of studio interference. I don't think I think this is the movie he wanted to make. Then I guess I'll change it and say that I see parts of this movie that I think could have been better and wish were there and really probably aren't there. Uh, <laughs> all right. So yeah. uh, so they get the circus gang to start trashing the town. They want to undermine the mayor. Um, uh, Catwoman's really good with the whip now too. That's one of the things she learned how to do when she got licked by all those cats. Uh, this is where I do have the note. I said, okay, Batman definitely murdered the big dude with a bomb when he puts the bomb in the yeah. guy's belt, <laughs> oh, pushes definitely. him down into the sewer, and he blows up. Um, Catwoman blows up the department store. Him and her and Batman fight. Uh, she falls off the building and then conveniently lands on seemingly a truck full of kitty litter driving around. <laughs> Is that a thing? No. Uh, why, that, yeah, why, no. Yeah, why is it open? No. I mean, the only thing I could possibly think of is sometimes in some places they use kitty litter on icy roads if salt, if it's too cold for salt to mm. work. Yeah, because they use sand down south sometimes. Right. Yeah, but, all right. No. Um, so next note, penguin. Still super horny. Uh, yeah, this is just this, the pussy I'm looking for. Yeah, yes. that's, that is so gross. He also like because she goes to visit him, and he also like just smells her boot at one point. And it's yeah. really, it's this really is, weird. This is where I put in my notes. I don't remember Penguin being such a gross pervert. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they decide to team up to, to take out Batman. Uh, I like how you get a scene of Bruce Wayne just chilling, wearing an ascot <laughs> when he's watching TV. That made me chuckle. I don't know why. Um, so, like, him and Selena agree to have a date. They make out. This the, Again, this is where I have a note. This is this whole movie is very horny because they're, like, making out on the couch and, like, groping yeah. each other and stuff. Um, okay. Now, I'm going to make a statement here. 
you guys can argue me with it is it's fine but uh so like their plan to take down batman it's kind of like twofold uh but i my note i'll read it specifically says these circus people rewiring the batmobile is as dumb as anything in a joel schumacher batman movie yes <laughs> like it, oh, shit. it's yes like, how do they have the how do they have any sort of knowledge or info or anything to know how to fucking do that? And also like they take and they have like blueprints of the Batmobile. Where the fuck do they get blueprints of the Batmobile? <laughs> well, I'm also confused too because they keep showing them and they seem seemingly have like taken apart the whole thing. But then it appears to be just that like transmitter they put on the bottom that's controlling it. So why did they have to take the whole thing apart? I don't know. It I, I okay. Anyways, I mean sorry. All right, so I'll try and explain this, but mechanically, maybe the transmitter is just the transmitter, and they had to wire all the parts so that the transmitter would actually work. Maybe because they have the screen of the penguin. Maybe they had to install the screen you know of what? the Batmobile. No, I got a better idea. Maybe it's just fucking stupid. <laughs> all right. Well, so, so like the thing is, like they kidnap the Ice Princess. Uh, it made it look like Batman did it. So he's going to rescue her. He fights Catwoman. Uh, he does. He does like throw on the ground and says, "Eat floor, high in fiber." And I said, "Fuck this movie." Yep. <laughs> so they make it look like Batman killed the Ice Princess. <laughs> Which why would Batman like be so like? Let me hide all of these bats inside the Christmas tree. And... I don't know. I have no idea. Like, like, why would any? Why would anybody think that it was Batman? And then, like, even the Gotham police are immediately like, "Well, it's Batman. Shoot him!" Like, it's like, then, like, like, there's no sense to it. They have that, and then like him and Catwoman, Penguin and Catwoman have that meet up on top of the building. And again, I'm like, why is this movie so horny? Like, it's so weird. Like, I did, never picked up on how like grossly horny this movie is. Um, so, uh, so then the Penguin. Like, she rebuffs his advances. She tries, he tries to kill her by somehow connecting his helicopter <laughs> umbrella to her, like, neck or something, and she flies off. And I don't she, understand how that happened, but okay. Then she falls, lands in a greenhouse, and screams, and some reason all the glass in the greenhouse breaks. Anyways. This is also um, where I wrote, Max has totally disappeared from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> So then we get the whole sequence where, like, he takes over the Batmobile and he's driving it and it's, like, it's dumb. And, like, Danny DeVito is, like, making a real meal out of this scene, just chewing the scenery, driving this thing around. Uh, Conveniently, Batman has the newest technology of compact disc and is recording everything that Penguin's saying. Yep. Also, how does he punch through the floor of the Batmobile? I don't know. um, how does he have a, how does he have a device on his car that tells him conveniently that there is a foreign object on the car? I, I don't you know. You know what? That but might he, be the least unplausible thing about this movie. So he punches about the bat missile though, because somehow he decides to escape by going well, through a shortened say, hallway. I was gonna say because I was gonna say because like he why that feature is so specific that like yes. the sides shoot off and it becomes like a little tiny Batmobile. Like it, it's a cool kind of visual, but it's like, it makes no sense if you think about it for more than like five seconds. Yep. Um, so this is perhaps my favorite. This is so dumb. I, 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 I've never really picked up. So like the penguins giving a speech and him and Alfred are like, ah, oh, we're going to get him with this 
Yes, I'm we're so gonna, happy. This is your favorite. This is my favorite part of this we're, movie. We're too. gonna get him. We're gonna get him. This is like we gotta go down to the bat cave. He reaches into a fish tank, hits a button, it opens up like this, like, like Iron I don't Maiden. know what Iron Maiden. He gets in it, and like he's like, "Oh, you coming?" Alfred's like, "No, I'll take the stairs." And like drops into a slide. He slides down into the Batmobile. Like half a second later, Elfred's down there. Yeah. Like, well, uh, why did he have to go through that big production? And why is it? Why is it in the fish scene? I thought you were talking about, but yeah. Well, that's I listen. All right, backing up real quick. I will say, like, Overcraft Joe really loved that part. That's not the one I was thinking about, but that is definitely like maybe they were trying to shout out to the TV show, right? Like that is very much what the TV show would have done. No, nope, you know? you're giving this movie too much credit. <laughs> no, I, I feel like that's... Maybe. No, what All I'm right, laughing maybe. at is when he's using the CD... When he to, does the record yes. scratch. <laughs> he fucking scratch. That's not how CDs work. <laughs> because because it in the plot of the movie... It's he so ta- bad. He takes the recording of the Penguin like trashing Gotham City, <sighs> and he like jams the signal, and he plays it over the CD... And, and like him saying like oh I you know like I fooled these guys and all this stuff and like but yeah he does he does he starts scratching scratch. it like a D, like a DJ it's I, like, I love oh how I, I do like God. I do like the part where the penguins like eh, fuck it and just start shooting everybody <laughs> that's true <laughs> that is that is pretty funny he's like oh, jigs um, up you're all dead <laughs> so okay so the penguin reverts back to his original plan which is to kidnap and kill all the firstborn sons of Gotham. Um, they, Which they, even real quick, I'm sorry, going back, uh, you know, the the ice princess's death is pretty fucking dark too, right? Like, yeah, she just true. fucking drops like into that fucking package, and you see like her limp body like over the package. Yep. It is, it's so weird, like that this movie meant so much to us as kids. When you think back on how like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, it didn't mean so much is. to us. I didn't like this movie. Well, okay, fair I've enough. never liked but, this movie. But I'm guess, just saying. But, it yeah. was very pervasive in the yeah. zeitgeist of 1992. Correct. All yeah. right. Fair enough. Um, okay. So let, we're, we're getting to the home stretch. Let's power through this. Yeah. Um, so they go to the big, like, uh, ball dance dinner thing at Max Shrek's department store and get it like it's a masquerade party, but like Selena and Bruce are the only two people not wearing masks. Like, get it? Like, get it? Yeah. Oh, get it? Yes. Thank you for beating <laughs> us over the head with that irony. Uh, there's also a part there where like they make some kind of joke about something being semi hard, and I'm like, God damn it, yes. stop being so horny. <laughs> um, so Selena's like, Oh, I'm gonna kill Max with this Derringer that I have with me. Uh, they figure out each other's secret identities, but then the penguin he like busts up to the floor in his giant like rubber ducky car, and he's gonna take Chip. <laughs> rubber ducky car. Sorry, God. Yeah, too much more of this. Yeah. He's gonna take Chip. Because he's the first son, but like Wait, Max- uh, hold on, rubber ducky car. Didn't it look like earlier in this scene that they were like upstairs? Uh, yeah, I- like what? Like was the masquerade happening on the main floor of the department store? I thought it was like a couple floors up. You know what? It doesn't matter. So is Penguin yeah, like we are so close? We are so close to the end. Stop the railing and out. We're already I'm just imagining that, that Penguin's got the rubber ducky car and is just tearing through this fucking building to get to the fourth floor to, to end the masquerade. Anyway. Um, okay, so Max is like, hey, take me instead of Chip. And he's like, uh, okay, I will. So he takes him. And then, like, 
like I understand like the whole thing of his plan is like I can steal all these children because all their parents are at this party so seemingly leaving these children home alone I don't know but also like but did Max invite every single fucking family well, in Gotham City to this party he, no he also he also didn't invite all the cops and the penguins <laughs> henchmen are driving a giant train <laughs> down the middle of the street with cages with children in it yeah and are, do, yeah. are these children just home alone do they not have babysitters that's what I'm saying yeah. do they do, do they just unlock doors for people so, but then okay. Penguin wants to grab Chip, but Chip is like a grown man, whereas these are children. So is well, he just getting every firstborn, or does he just? Yeah, I, 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 I guess they said that there was originally like a subplot that they scrapped, where it was like going to be revealed that like uh, Max Shrek was like the Penguin's like younger brother, like they were yeah, related and stuff that. like that. So that's but I, fucking weird. So anyway, so Batman stops the baby train. Um, and, and sends the note back to the Penguin. So the Penguin goes to his third string plan, which is apparently just to blow up Gotham City by strapping a bunch of missiles to these Penguins, which he has an unreasonable amount of Penguins in that scene when they're all in the theater and he's giving the speech. There's like, I don't know, a couple hundred Penguins there, you would say? At least a hundred, right? Now, and why did they all need... And why do they all need to convene to the city center? Wouldn't you actually spread them all out to blow up all of Gotham? Yeah. Well, they they had that set. They had to use the set one more time. So and and true. you know what? Why do they need headgear and uh, <laughs> like eyepieces? And honestly, why couldn't they just blow the fucking city up from the zoo? Why, they, had why that, they had to use that set. Um, I did think the bat boat looked pretty cool when yep, he's driving bat the bat boat. Totally boat. Cool. That's pretty cool. Um, Alfred jams the penguin single. Uh, the penguins go back to the zoo and they end up kind of like blowing up all the the stuff at the zoo hideout um uh and then like okay so the penguin kind of falls into the water and you think he's dead and we get the confrontation between max shrek and batman and catwoman um when he takes off his mask and he has to like rip it off like what let's not even get into it because i'm like but it doesn't make sense why he did that because didn't the two realize who yeah, each other were they know who at each the mask? Yeah, yeah, they knew each other at the masquerade party, right? Because yeah. they said the same mistletoe line to each other. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, why? Why did you have to? Con- why did you have to reconfirm that by ripping your fucking mask well, off? Well, not only that, like Max is standing right there. Batman yeah. doesn't know Selina's trying to. I mean, Batman knows Selina's trying to kill Max. She. He doesn't. He's trying to stop her from doing that. Exactly, right? Like, Batman's going to try and make sure that Max stays alive and deals with justice and whatever. Yeah, but like he's, he's going to go to jail. Reveal his identity but, to him. Yeah. But then Max still doesn't believe it, right? Like, wasn't that weird, yeah, too? Yeah, Max is like, like, Bruce Wayne, is that right? You're Batman? He's like, why is Bruce what the fuck are you looking at then, no, Max? He's just, he's just like, why is Bruce Wayne dressed up like Batman? Oh, that's uh, what it was. Yeah. Uh, like, so he, he shoots, he shoots, he shoots Batman. He shoots Catwoman like a bunch of times, but she's fine uh, for some reason. And then, can someone explain the to nine me? Lives. Come can on. someone explain to me like the complicated way in which she kills him? Because I get that she electrocutes him, but she grabs onto something and then kisses him with the shocker. It, with it the looked taser. like it was like a generator that he was tied up to or something. Yeah, and yeah he, I, she I just ripped the, down some wires. The taser was just superfluous. She just grabbed the actual transformer wire and, and electrocuted both of them with okay. that. Okay, and also like I felt like uh, uh, I felt like when uh, Batman finds Max Shrek's body, he kind of looked like uh, in uh, yes. Last Crusade. Yep. Last Crusade, when the guy drinks from the wrong uh, grail and he turns super old. I thought that's what a skeleton looked like. I Anyways. Agree. 
Penguin he kind of looks like Mar from Home Alone too, as well, and he gets shocked. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's the same year, even. Um, so uh, Penguin is alive. He comes out of the water, and he's like, "Oh, he's gonna kill Batman." I do kind of like the little bit because we didn't mention Penguin has all these different trick umbrellas. He has like a sword one, a gun one, and the helicopter. But he grabs the wrong one. It's like the baby one. He's like, "Oh, wrong umbrella," and then he falls and dies for reals. And that's. Uh, when we talked about when the penguins kind of like usher his body into the water, but it looks so terrible because like their flippers aren't even making contact with his body, so there's no way they're. Anyways, well, it's because uh, they're the guys in suits, and you can yeah, see the little zippers. people. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like the end of the movie is him and Alfred driving, and he thinks he sees Catwoman, and he gets out of the car, and like he picks up a cat, and then like he drives off, and they're like, "Oh, Merry Christmas!" And we pan up, and we see the bat signal, and then like she's alive for some reason. And that's the end. Well, because they're going to do a spinoff, which still doesn't make sense to me because they didn't want to do this movie, but then they set it up so that they could do a Catwoman sequel. Like, it doesn't make any sense, like, why any of these decisions got made in this movie. Uh, because it's, it's Warner Brothers weird. and DC, and they have never at any point, with the exception of the Batman, with the exception of the Nolan trilogy, done Batman justice. Except for the 89 Batman. 89 Batman. Right, but after that, no, agreed. You know, every other DC movie has been some kind of ridiculous nightmare. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, we did it. <laughs> I mean, I know we're not done, but at least we got through the plot. Right. All right, All right. Roll reversal, SLPJ. We got about you know four hours here to go. All right. So this was okay. There's a lot. I'll start with the easy <laughs> one. So Max Shrek. They did have a role reversal for him. It was at one point uh, David Bowie. Yep. Which is funny because didn't they want David Bowie to play Max Zorn too? Yes. Apparently, apparently Christopher Walken's your go-to if David Bowie turns you down. You uh-huh. get Christopher Clearly. Walken to do the role. And uh, David Bowie was supposed to be in the first movie. Was he supposed to be Joker at one time? That was brought up too. Yep. I think I read that. Yeah. Dance magic dance. All right. So we'll do the Penguin next. So, uh, originally, the first choice for the Penguin was Dustin Hoffman, but he declined. So, he'd be better or worse? Worse. Uh, Dustin Hoffman is a bad guy? I'm just going to say right now, for anyone you bring up, like Danny DeVito, I don't like the characterization of the Penguin in this, but he does a great job. I agree. And from from what I was reading, the screenwriter wrote this with Danny DeVito in mind. So, yeah. Uh, so then you got Marlon Brando, who would have been super old. Uh, John Candy, Bob Hoskins, who may have done an okay job. That would have been okay. Dean super. Martin. <laughs> that Dud- would have been <laughs> ridiculous. Dudley Moore. I don't know who that is. Dudley Moore. Arthur. Arthur. Uh, what else was he in? Does it doesn't matter? Uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman would have been interesting. Uh, yeah, it could have worked, maybe. I yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't mean, know if like, it worked lo- or not. I but love Alan Rickman. But... John Goodman. Yeah, Phil Collins. <laughs> that one is. Is it yes. just? Is this just who looks like Penguin? <laughs> Charles Phil Collins, Phil Collins is even a fucking yeah. actor. Charles <laughs> Grodin. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Lee, who would have been also old at that time too. Uh, Joe Pesci. Pesci would have been interesting. Pesci would have been the penguin. Yep. I could see that. Ray Liotta. He's too busy doing Home Alone. Hold on, no. there's a lot more. Let's not let's not comment on Just... everyone. Ray Liotta, <laughs> oh. Gabriel Byrne, Damn. and Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd? Yeah. No. 
All right. Here's here we go. You think there's a lot for that? Here we go. Catwoman. I need I need a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> did you did we already okay. talk about it that um what's the original penguin so, was supposed to be a cameo and he No, Burgess Meredith, yeah. Was supposed yeah, to be Burgess the father. Meredith. Yeah. All right, so Annette Binning was Catwoman, but then got yeah. pregnant and had a dropout. Then Susan Sarandon came in, but opted to do a different movie instead. Then they asked Meryl Streep, but they could, but uh, Burton told her she was too old. Uh, Brooke Shields came in next, but Burton said she wasn't a bankable star anymore. Yeah. Ouch. Then came, <laughs> Jeez. Then came Demi Moore, Nicole Kidman, uh, Sean Young, who was originally cast as Vicky Vale, but everybody hated her. So, uh, or no, she got she got hurt by a horse, and so she dropped out there. Uh, Jodie Foster, Gina Davis, Sigourney Weaver, Lena Olin, Madonna, Raquel Welsh, Cher, Ellen Barkin, Jennifer Jason Lee, Lorraine Bracco, Bridget Fonda, and then Jennifer Beals. Jesus. It's so weird, the age discrepancy between all those people. Like, what kind of Catwoman were they? I don't think they knew what kind of Catwoman they wanted until probably they started shooting the fucking movie. Well, and and she was uh, um, a last minute replacement. Yeah. So honestly, Madonna would have been a decent Catwoman. Yeah, I feel she like she would have been a baby. Yeah, and at that time she was doing a lot of acting. Like League of Their Own, I think, was in '92. Well, and that's but... why she didn't do it. She she oh, opted to do she had to do League of Her Own instead. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's to me. More might have been okay too. She'd maybe. have been fine. Uh, Nicole Kidman would have been fine. Yeah. But you she know. wasn't really much of a star yet either, though, right? Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Wasn't Batman Forever kind of what made Nicole Kidman a star? No, no. Um, what was that movie else. she made with? Uh, oh, Eyes Wide Shut. No, no that was way later. <laughs> no, no. The one where they're, where they're um, racing for uh, land in the West during the, far during no, the Great Expansion. Far and away. Far and away. Far and away. Yeah. That was kind of a um, big breakout. Well, that is that is a wild amount of uh, role reversals. Yes. Now, th- what I also like about this movie is so the first movie had like there were like four toys, right? Because they had no idea it was going to be a big hit. This movie they went the exact opposite, and there was a different Batman for every letter of the alphabet. There was an Arctic Batman. There was an underwater Batman. There was a tree climbing Batman. There was a night vision Batman. They had so many different Batman vehicles and care and and, and suits and toys. And my brother had all of them. <laughs> I like that they said that yep. they thought that the uh, the version of Penguin was too scary, so they didn't make like a toy that actually looked like Danny DeVito's Penguin. No, they the just one. did a repaint of the uh, superpowers, the superpowers one, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, which that's that's pretty funny, but. Um... Yeah, she's um, any anything else anyone wants to talk about before we kind of get into rating us. I'm pretty exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to kind of get this rating out so we can. All be right, done with this one. Here we go. All right, who who wants to go first on this? I'll go first. All right, because I don't have a whole lot to say. Yep. This movie sucks. I. <laughs> It, it definitely has nostalgia for me, like from what I used to watch all the time as a kid. But 
we had this happen to us a few months ago. Maybe it was over a month. Maybe it was over a year ago now with Batman Forever. And we were warned by, I think it was Hovercraft Joe, warned LPJ and I that Batman Forever is not good. And we were like, no, it can't be that bad. And then it ended up being horrible. And uh, yeah, this is this is not a good movie. Danny DeVito is entertaining. And that's it. There's nothing really else I like about this film. It's crap. I'll give it. I'll give it two machine guns. Um, I'll go next because I would like to say that uh, you're wrong because I, I I would never talk. I would talk bad about this movie. I would never talk bad about Batman Forever. Because was, I, I was the one who was talking bad about Batman Forever. Oh, Here, OK. Here's what I'll say now. Controversial and people won't agree. I still like Batman Forever better than this movie. I would rather watch mm-hmm. Batman Forever than watch this again because this movie. I First of all, we can get to my review. I don't like this movie. You're right. It's not. It, 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 I think this movie is is pretentious. It thinks more of itself than it is. Like everyone acts like this is some kind of cinematic masterpiece, and like Batman Forever is like garbage. But like I don't think they're that dissimilar. They're both no. insane. They both have over the top villain performances. They both have like. I mean, like I just like I don't get how like this movie's like oh this movie's like so good and serious and batman forever is terrible like i don't that doesn't compute in my mind i would much rather watch yeah batman forever is not great but i i think it's more entertaining and i like the performances in it better than this movie this movie it, it i don't understand it i i think it's it feels long it it feels like a lot of people are going besides maybe danny devito are kind of just going through the motions i i i don't like it i'll but i mean it's not entirely unwatchable I do kind of like Mike Michael Keaton, and I'll give it two machine guns as well. That's it's I'm a at. dark movie. I want to add that, but yeah. this is a very very dark movie. And like, like, like Tim Burton, you know, he's like that's his niche in Hollywood is to be weird. And but this movie is beyond like it's it's a weird level of weird, if that even makes sense. But I, I want to add that to my thought on this too. But yeah. is it going to change your rating? No, it's going to still stay as two. Okay, well then shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we're all so mad for it. I love it when we all watch a movie we hate. We're mad that we have to talk about it. Listen here, Penguin. We don't want to hear your opinion. Yeah, I wonder who was. I wonder who was it that suggested we do this movie? Uh, was it? it was me. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely echo your sentiments. Um, but like I said before, like there are some good acting performances at times in this but they're also counterbalanced by like really awful acting performances and really bad dialogue and nonsensical plot and sets that look like sets. Like it looks like a, at times the movie looks like a high school stage production, (laughs) like the entire square, $80 million. Yeah. It's like for being a town square, one, it's not spacious at all. It's very claustrophobic <laughs> and and cramped. Um, that tree looks too big for the entire place, and there's no buildings around it. It's just like black blackness. Like there's just there's like dead 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 air. Like there's nothing around it, and those giant like gothic statues look like they were made out of styrofoam. And why is the Max Shrek guy so weird looking too? Like well, a ball? Oh, like the the oh, cat? Thing? I yeah, the know. symbol? Yeah, it looks like a cat. But like, something? yeah, like not to interrupt your your thing here, LBJ. But this whole movie is it's claustrophobic. It doesn't. Yes. It, yeah. feel, it feels like 
it doesn't feel like you're and I mentioned this at the beginning, but you don't feel like you're in an actual city like it's like it's there's probably like less than 10 total sets in this movie, I would say. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, But but you're right. It's 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 not great. It's not a good movie. Um, And I like I my not liking it. I, I will say this. I do. I do kind of appreciate it a little bit more now but I don't like it any better. Like I appreciate what they were kind of going for, but they didn't do a very good job of it. Um, yeah. So it's two machine guns. There's no, there's no getting around it. This is a two machine gun movie on its best day. Um, but if you can't, you know, forget it. It's two machine guns. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. (laughs) You you were torn a little bit. I feel like it's only fitting that through this year of the sequel, we ended up, with a bit of a stinker because as we've talked throughout the year, there's a lot of sequels that we've covered on this show this year that have just been bad. Yeah, I, I would say, yes, the, the, the kind of uh, summation of this is that there, there's been far more bad sequels and good sequels that we've Maybe watched. we should yes. save that. And our last episode of the year will be us discussing uh, uh, movies, discussing the sequels and what we thought of them overall. We'll talk yeah, about that. Pot- potentially, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, anything else you guys want to add about this? Uh, no. Hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know this. Uh, this will potentially be our last episode before Christmas, or it will be. So, Merry Christmas to all the uh, listeners, and yep. you know we 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 appreciate another year of support, obviously, and you know uh, we love talking to you guys on the Discord. So we're always on there. Hit us up, and yeah, Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Or happy holidays, I guess. Whatever you celebrate. Yep. Faux show. Thank you for that. that. That was fa- real, real value add right there. Thank you. Good work. All right. Uh, so check I us out. some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was zero to 100 real quick. Thank you for following up our Joe's heartfelt Christmas salutation. What? Hey, by, by the way, what was that single you were supposed to get him if he started screaming into the mic? Uh, I don't remember. It's too uh, late. Right. It's too late. Yeah. I, I let's can we can we put a nail in this coffin? Yeah, gamesillmedia.com, Discord. <laughs> we're on every podcast place. Happy holidays. Year of the sequel out. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. We'll be back. <laughs>